Hello? Aubrey, Jim Knowlton Paul, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. I am so excited to be speaking with you today. Oh, great. Uh, sounds like you got a project you're working on. I do. Um, first, I have to ask, would it be okay if I recorded this phone call just for an assignment? What, what, is, the, what is the topic going to be? The topic's going to be Cal's ultimate plan to have student-athletes be returning to training and just some of the things that go along with that topic. Would that be okay? Yep, I have no problem with that. Awesome. Thank you so much. So I ultimately just want to ask kind of what was Cal... I've read a lot about other schools doing certain phases of bringing student-athletes back. Um, I've talked to some players, kind of what their coaches were thinking, and I was just wondering what... Cal's plan would be to have student athletes returning to training. Sure. Um, as you probably imagine, and maybe before we start, um, could you just give me a little bit of your background? I read some of it when you shared, but just like give me a little bit of your background uh, while you've been at Cal. Oh, for sure. Um, I originally was a water polo player uh, my first two years. I ended up retiring um, my at the end of my sophomore year. I'm currently a senior. I'm going to be a rising senior. Um, I actually work in the football department, part of recruitment operations. Um, I'm a political science major. I born and raised Bay Area, so still very close to Berkeley. Um, hoping to go to law school uh, once I graduate. That's currently the plan right now. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, well, Coralie said you're absolutely wonderful. Oh, thank I, you. you know, I get a lot of requests, and I always just check and say, okay. Um, and she said, oh, no, she's fantastic. So I said, okay, then I'll definitely I'll definitely do it. Uh, oh, amazing. So, I'll have so to reach out to her. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she spoke very highly of you. Oh, well, that's so, very nice um, to hear. So, you know, your, the answer to your question, and I, I guess I'll, I'll frame it a little bit, is, Typically at this time during the summer, you and you know this as well as anybody, student-athletes are are going to summer school or they're around Berkeley. Not all of them, but some of them. And, and what usually is happening is they're just doing volunteer workouts. You know, they go to, uh, you know, the open facilities, whether it's the RSF or the Simpson or, or the Haas uh, weight rooms, and, and do workouts. And so... Um, Right now, every one of our facilities uh, is closed, you know, for athletics. You know, we don't have the Simpson or Hot or our tennis courts or anything open. And so what we've been doing really for three months now is evaluating and updating, you know, what's happening in, uh, you know, in the world from this coronavirus. We have an unbelievable group of medical experts that have come together uh, for our Pac-12, you know, medical advisory team and then here at at uh, cal we also have a great group john swartzberg you know lindsey houston ryan cobb um just a real and uh, a real neat nick jewel a neat group of epidemiologists or other experts in in this um, part of the medical field and so throughout this whole time we've been just talking to them about what what can we do um that we that we can mitigate risk while allowing you know people to use our facilities and and up till now we have not opened any because 
Um, we've just been hearing uh, from our experts that uh, it's not time. And Berkeley Public Health plays a huge role in it as well. And so we've been talking to everybody, and, and um, to this point we haven't done anything, but this week was a big week for decisions. And so, um, you know, some decisions will come out this week about what the school's going to be doing regarding instruction and what um, ultimately we'll do in the, in the world of research and how researchers uh, could start coming back and then ultimately how we can open up our facilities and in a socially distanced manner allow just voluntary workouts. Okay, so right now we're thinking just voluntary workouts are going to be um, what we're starting with and kind of test how that's right. going. Okay. Yep. So we'll, we'll, and, and right now we can't open anything indoors, you know, based on Berkeley Public Health. All we can do for voluntary workouts is, is outside, socially distanced uh, conditioning. Okay, so the weight rooms would all remain closed. Correct. Okay, do we have any idea maybe when those would start opening up? I've been reading a ton of articles on how football programs are starting back up again and how even some of them are trying to start their season as early as August. I'm not sure exactly how accurate that will end up being. Um, But just in regards to our own team, do we have any idea when that training would start up to if, if, if the season is potentially starting as soon as August, what kind of what Cal's plan for that is? Yeah. So as you can imagine, we've developed lots of, lots of courses of action, you know, because the medical advice has been, you know, you know, as we, as we understand COVID-19 better and as we understand how it's transmitted, lots, lots of adjustments have been made in the last three months compared to what, you know, we thought was ground truth back then and, and where we are now. So That's we've got a lot of plans, but, but at this moment, um, we, we do not have any plans right now. Like what, what date we'll start practicing. You know, the, the thing that we're hoping to do is, is begin to bring people back, allow people to come back. So we're not bringing them back, but allow people who want to come back, uh, for voluntary workouts to, you know, to gradually start coming back. Uh, but as I said to you, the only thing that uh, we have would be, you know, outdoor conditioning uh, that's been approved right now by Berkeley Public Health. Anything more than that has not uh, been approved. So, yeah, we're watching the same thing. And, you know, around the country, teams are already back doing voluntary workouts. They've got most of their athletic departments working again. But, we haven't even been in our offices. I mean, you know, our our leadership and our department hasn't been in their offices, uh, you know, for the better part of three months. Wow. That is a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's the longest time I've ever gone without being in my office, that's for sure. Definitely. Would you say, apart from not exact having a time of when we can come back, would you say there's kind of a plan for like a hypothetical plan for what this season could even look like, like ideally when the, everyone could be back and start training and even be indoor facilities and actually start competing. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to be able to predict that. Um, but I, it just, I think so much depends on, you know, what the medical experts say, what birthday public health says is allowable. Um, we're, you know, we're, listening to our governor we're listening to the medical experts and 
and Berkeley Public Health, and then, you know, obviously our our experts here at Cal. So, you know, I think the NCAA has said that uh, teams that have a, a football game in week zero um, are allowed to start practicing um, after the 4th of July weekend. So, you know, that that's when other teams that have a game in week zero like we do will start. Uh, but I, I just don't know because we're not going to do anything that's not uh, – not approved by Berkeley Public Health and, you know, the chancellor and, uh, you know, based on uh, guidance from our, our medical experts. Definitely. And for those students that are coming back for those voluntary trainings, are there any safety precautions that are being implemented for them? Like any kind of um, testing being done or um, quarantining process? Or is it strictly yeah, voluntary? So, yeah, so they'll, they'll come back and quarantine for seven days. During that time, we'll test them. And then within 14 days before they can come back into facilities, we'll test them again. Um, so we'll do both serology and nasal test and, uh, you know, and the quarantine. So all of those will happen over their first 14 days before they are able to uh, come in. So we're going to, yeah, we're, we have a very, very strict protocol. Um, I wouldn't want to bore you with the 70 page um, <laughs> document developed on, you know, if you come into the Simpson Center, which the only way you can get in, the only way you can get out, the only bathroom you can use, you know, the social distancing that you have to do if you're in the Simpson Center. But none of that is going to happen because the only thing right now is they could do conditioning outside. But should we get to the point where they can go inside? Uh, we've developed a very, very detailed plan, and we have a really detailed plan on just what happens before you can even do any of that, and that's what I just described in those 14 days. Definitely. I'm sure I've uh, actually been speaking to a group of athletes that all have suppressed immune systems, and I can't even imagine how hard it must be for them during this time. Like They're so strict restricted on where they can train practice what they can be doing and some of their teams with this voluntary workout they want to come back and be able to be start training again so they're not at a disadvantage I was just wondering if you had any comments on maybe like their situation and certain protocols that maybe you guys have been talking about that could be put in place for a group of athletes specifically with that suppressed immune system um I I am sure our medical experts have been talking about it. Uh, they would be better, you know, if I start trying to try to tell you something that I don't understand or know better myself, uh, uh, I, would, I would just make a fool of myself. But, yeah, our medical experts have been talking about that. We've also been talking about um, if you already had, you know, COVID-19 when we, when we do the serology test, all the additional things we have to do because there have been people who have had it that, uh, you know, that have other complications afterwards. So, um, so we're going to do follow on tests for anybody who, um, shows that they, they had the, you know, COVID, uh, before they came back. Okay. Um, so with that potential of July for that ground zero for football and that July start date, would that be, like completely back in training or would that still be voluntary for football? For the July date, what the NCAA has said? Yeah. 
Yeah, what the NCAA said is that on that 6th of July, and you, you, you know, you'd have to go through, there's a whole protocol. It's not full-up practice. It's, you know, it's eight hours of film time. You know, it's, it's like a progressive thing through the month of July. You know, starting with you show up on 6th July, and then, you know, you can start doing video and other things, and then it slowly progresses over the month of July. Okay, so it wouldn't just be straight back into full practicing and things like that. No, 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 yeah. Oh, perfect. And would that just be football that would be starting back at that time, or would it be all fall sport programs with the approval of the NC2A July start time? Yeah, it's only football. Um, other sports all start at different times and would be, you know, if, if facilities are opened. Uh, they would have the opportunity if they wanted to come back and do voluntary workouts. As you can probably imagine, you know, if you're on the cross-country team, you don't need to come back uh, to do voluntary workouts. You know, when you talk to, like, our cross-country coach, they, they're out running, doing, you know, doing what they would normally be doing anyway. So, yeah, every every team is different. Every start time is different. And, you know, for voluntary workouts, it's whoever would want to come back. So is it up to each coach, I guess, to start getting their team kind of, if they want to come back, to start coming back? Say that again. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Oh, I apologize. Um, Is it then up to each coach to kind of communicate with their team and see who voluntarily wants to come back right now to kind of start getting into that a little bit of more official training? No. uh, For people who want to come back for voluntary workouts, we've we've got a very set... um, group of student athletes that we could bring back, uh, you know, each uh, several teams that will offer to come back. And then, um, you know, I, I think our biggest concern is uh, how do we bring them back in a very orderly manner that we can go through that 14 day testing and et cetera, et cetera. So it'll, uh, it'll build uh, depending on how it's going and depending of course on Berkeley public health. Definitely. So when you mean you have that first a very strict amount of student athletes that even can come back for vo- that voluntary, how are you, how are those athletes being selected? Uh, by teams. Okay. So would the first team that's being selected to voluntarily come back, is that football? Yes. And how are those teams being like, how are those teams being ordered? Well, we, we have a plan and, I, you know, it's probably not, I'm not ready to go through it completely because we haven't even fully briefed all the coaches on it. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I would hate for your, your professor to be talking about it before our coaches are talking about it. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but would you say it has something to do with when their seasons normally start? Sure. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of balancing you know, men and women it's, uh, you know there's there's so many things that go into it uh to do it in an equitable manner and so you know again some of it is you open it up and many many student athletes may say i've got a better gym at my house or my um you know or, or in my town which is open i mean if you're in let's say colorado they've opened up all the gyms right now so you know why would you come back for voluntary workouts at cal when you can't even go into the gyms, all you can do is conditioning. When in Colorado, you can go and get a full workout at, you know, whatever, you know, public gym there that exists uh, by your house. That makes sense. 
And for outdoor facilities, does that mean the football stadium is now going to, like, not the inside part, but the field itself is open, the soccer stadium? The What about, um, would the pool also be open? No, not yet. None of, none of those have been approved by Berkeley Public Health yet. So, um, so right now, the only thing that Berkeley, and we haven't opened any facilities, so none of our facilities are open, um, and we're waiting for them to say, uh, yeah, because right now they've just said outdoor um, workouts, socially distanced, can be done. You know, they've opened up, like, for instance, uh, outdoor tennis courts. And, um, yeah, we haven't opened ours, but Berkeley, Berkeley Public Health has said that outdoor tennis courts in Berkeley area can be opened. Okay. So it's not even the um, Berkeley's, like, official... Um athletic facilities that are even being opened yet. It's more of just the city of Berkeley's, like, those facilities. Yeah, they've said, see, for us to open, we're going to, we have to have a great plan in place, and we're, we're not going to open yet, um, even the field. Uh, but as we uh, get permission, then we'll we'll do it. And, you know, the, the cleaning requirements after everybody's out there um, are pretty strict. We put those on ourselves to make sure that, uh, you know, we mitigate risk. Oh, perfect. And then just a, this is just a brief overview question kind of thing. I'm not sure if you can answer it or not, but just, um, would you say there's any, like, what were some of the biggest impacts of just not having sports, um, for our school for three months and not even being able to train over the summer? Like, have there been big impacts of not having this apart on, apart from on the student athletes themselves who haven't been able to be training? Well, I think the biggest impact and the most heartbreaking impacts were, you know, our winter sports uh, who were getting ready to go into their championships. You know, the men's swimming team just won the Pac-12 and was on their way to the nationals. Our women's uh, swimming and diving team had just finished second and was on the way to, I think they might have already been at the Nationals. And, you know, all of our spring sports were, you know, they were all gearing up and, and uh, you know, in their first quarter of the season. And and I think, you know, for our basketball team, we just beat Stanford. I, I was in Vegas at the time, and we had just beat Stanford, who was heavily favored, and uh, we were getting ready to play UCLA uh, when the basketball tournament ended. So, so I really, my heart broke for all of our uh, student athletes, especially our seniors and those who are in a, their last year of eligibility. So I think that's the first impact. I think other impacts are, um, I truly believe that athletics uh, brings people together. You know, we saw that when um, we played uh, the bowl game, you know, down, uh, you know, in, in uh, the San Francisco area. And we had so many alums, so many fans, and I was able to invite all the deans and and chancellor's cabinet, and I think it just brings the community together. I mean, I've gotten more notes from alums. Jim was so excited about the direction of the athletic department, and we're hoping that you know our fall sports will be able to play. I know our student athletes are you know are itching to get back, and you know in the meantime, it also had an impact. Our, our kids had the best GPA we've ever had. Right, we had the highest. APR in our history and so there's been some good things out of it as well as as our coaches and student athletes found other ways to stay connected and and raise the bar you know on on academics so 
yeah, so I, I mean, I think it brings people together. I think it's been tough on our, our seniors and those in their last years of eligibility. Um, and I think if you look at the NFL draft and you see that 55 million people watched an NFL draft being run out of people's basements, it tells you that people are just itching to, you know, to follow their favorite sports teams and, uh, you know, and, and again, um, you know, bring people together. Oh, definitely. I know my dad has been watching golf tournaments and lacrosse games from years in the past. <laughs> doing it's crazy, yeah. It's crazy. People are doing anything to get their sports. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly right. And then just with this volunteer workout and maybe down the line, um, I've just had a couple student athletes, they asked me some questions in interviews, so I just wanted to bring those back up. Um, oh, have you, been, have you been interviewing other people as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. I just want to get a full, wide perspective from athletes. Um, it, it was amazing reaching out to you and the fact that you got back to me. I was so excited. Um, just trying to get a full outlook of, you know, people's thoughts on coming back. And the overall consensus is definitely wanting to come back, wanting to train, missing their team, um, wanting to get back to representing their school. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good to hear. And um, you still have some hurdles, for sure. But um, yeah, I, I think I think as we get a better handle on COVID nineteen, we'll better understand what uh, what we can do and and what we can do safely. Definitely. And when you get that public health approval or the program or the plan comes out for how to have all students come back and to really start training. Do you think, I think the biggest thing some students are concerned about are those with the suppressed immune system and just, cause this is a, a, an even bigger risk for them. Um, do you think when that plan comes out, there'll be something specifically or some program specifically implemented for those student athletes to be able to come back? Um, it's a good question. I, I would, I would say what I probably, and again, um, the medical guys would, would be better to ask that too. Um, I think every individual athlete situation is going to be, um, you know, is going to be reviewed with their trainers and their medical staff, right? So um, to, to say that every every single possible thing will be covered in the in the you know the release when we go public, it won't. But every single student athlete will be having communication with their with the medical staff on you know what they're comfortable with and and how they're feeling and what we can do. Definitely. That totally makes sense. Um, and then, oh, sorry. I'm just quickly reading my notes. I apologize. Do you think for those um, first voluntary workouts, though, when facilities start opening up, it would just, with how limited everything is, um, regards to health, with those with the suppressed immune systems, would it be recommended that they maybe stay working out with their own facilities before coming back when not all the safety precautions are put in place yet? Well, all the safety precautions are going to be put in place, but what I would say is what I said before, that you're asking me stuff about medical that I would rather leave to the experts. That makes sense. Well, hopefully sports can start up again soon. I know definitely people are itching to get back there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And uh, and good luck with uh, on the paper. And hopefully hopefully your instructor is excited about uh, all the work you've done and, and uh, certainly keep in touch with the athletic department for, 
Coralie to say great things about you. I know you must be a great young woman, and uh, and certainly we want you to do well uh, academically. Well, thank you so much. And I, I remember um, in the football class you came and spoke to us, and it was absolutely incredible hearing from you. So I definitely hope to do that again. That sounds great. Well, Aubrey, thanks, and uh, stay safe. I will. You too. Thank you so much. Uh, yep. Go Bears. Go Bears.